Morning, Jarvis. Good morning, Commander. How we doing? The ship's systems have been checked and are okay. Have I got any emails? Yes, two. What's the first email? From Alvin DeFear. Grow woof woof grow. Translating, please wait. Is Thursday's Studio 5 recording completed? What's the second one? From M. Stryker. Sorry, Ventura, but I am unable to meet with you this weekend. Something has come up. We'll talk to you next month. Okay, back to the main menu. Uh, can you get the latest edition of the Hot Orbital Radio News Digest? Thanks. Right, play it when you have it. Please wait. Searching. Searching. Found. Loading. Now playing. Ladies, gentlemen, non-binaries, extraterrestrials and beings of pure thought, welcome. This is normally the time of the week when you should expect to get the horn. By which I mean you would hear Hutton Orbital Radio News. Unfortunately, this being Halloween, the entire crew decided to go bobbing for apples on a low-G devil planet and were last seen floating away into airless space, their orange and black painted remlocks shining in the light of a dying sun. And so, to avoid disappointing their listener, we have a repeat of a programme from Alpha Centauri Productions, the company that puts the star into Start Running, You Fool, and who brought you such programmes as Keeping Up With The Duvals, Embarrassing Heavenly Bodies, and Buck Naked Attraction. This recording is from the 3300 Centenary Festival of Halloween-related dramas, and it features the Hutton Orbital players. Sit back, relax, keep the mega gin bottle to hand, and see just how many quotes you can find that they've lovingly copied, adapted, or just plagiarized. This is a tale of brave collectors of stellar phenomena. Those that are too horrible for pilots to look at when sober, and far too likely to be interfered with when drunk. To preserve the equilibrium of the galaxy, these phenomena must be stored out of sight, deep in the bowels of a secret base, somewhere just a little less than 0.22 light years from Alpha Centauri. Whenever a commander scans a disgusting phenomenon, the Codex sends out an automatic alert. One brave team responds. Someone has to fly out and collect the repulsive collection of ick. So who are they going to call? Gross clusters. I've been asked to point out that no animals were harmed in the making of this tune, even though it may sound that way. We present Gross Clusters. If there's something strange in your stellar hood, who you gonna call? Gross clusters. If there's something wet and your ship don't move, what you gonna blame? Moist thrusters. 
way to no goats. I ain't afraid of no toast. If you're seeing things coming across your screen, who you gonna call? Close clusters. A mollusk that's blue getting in your head. What you gonna be? Most flustered. I ain't afraid, it's my boast. I ain't afraid, I've been dosed. Let's have another go at this advert. Hutton Radio must have room in the schedule soon. The listener must surely be getting bored with news of upcoming events for 3302. Ready everyone, and action! Are you troubled by strange sights in the middle of the galaxy? Do you experience feelings of dread in your cockpit or SRV? Have you or your family ever seen a mineral formation that looked like a thingy? Or a mollusk that looked and smelled like the hemorrhoids on Winard's arse? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and call the professionals. Gross Gross Clusters! Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day with our brain bleach to serve all your codex cleaning needs. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, no job is too big, no fee is too big. We're We're ready ready to to relieve relieve you. you. That was absolute rubbish, but we haven't got time to try again now. We're waiting for our first client. Gross clusters, what do you want? Hey, we got one! Settle up, boys. You know, it's just occurred to me we really haven't had a completely successful test of this equipment. I blame myself. Hmm, so do I. No sense worrying about it now. Why worry? Each of us is wearing an unlicensed nuclear accelerator on his back. You mean these voice-activated stellar phenomena catchers? We'll be fine, as long as they're not switched on. There's only one thing I absolutely don't want to hear at this point. Our mics are live. Listen, do you smell something? Cubicle three's tub again, I hear. Hey, careful, don't cross the streams. Why? It would be bad. I'm fuzzy on the whole good bad thing. What do you mean bad? Try to imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total protonic reversal. Plus, you might get it on your shoes. Right, that's bad. Okay, all right. Important safety tip, thanks. 
Let's rejoin the others. Uh, shall we show them what we practiced? Grab your stick. Holden. Heat him up. Smoking. Make him hard. Let's show this prehistoric beach how we do things downtown. Throw it. Boys, stop it right now and put those away. It's not funny. It's not clever. It's not worth our time putting our glasses on to take a look. This isn't Dockers, you know. This reminds me of the time you tried to drill a hole through your head. That would have worked if you hadn't stopped me. Look, I know we're all bored. There's not much to do while we sit, wait for the next call. I found a pile of newspapers. We've got the Sol, the Guardians, the Sunday Thargraph, and the Daily Hutton High Speed Train. Why don't we take it in turns to read out any interesting articles? Ooh, apparently there's a stunner on page three. Oh, not what I'd hoped for. We're going to get tasers fitted to our ships. I've got the colour supplement. It says here, Collection Perfection. Mr. Reginald Snodgrass, originally from Pinner and Sol, not currently living somewhere near the last fuel star before Beagle Point, claims to have finally completed a collection that, up till now, was thought to be impossible. After more than 1,200 years, he has managed to be the first person to collect an actual example of every one of the coins that were struck to commemorate each of the Brexit dates. Anemone populations threatened as Halloween approaches. The Guardian's this is reporter has found that Halloween fever has taken over many parts of the galaxy as pilots attempt to use their mining labours to try and carve Jocko landings from the helpless fungal growths. <laughs> I don't mind what people get up to in their own ships, but I'm certainly not trying that on my athlete's foot. Yellow ships, not yellow pilots, as dastardly don disconcerts Fazerina. Fazerina Vancaster, one of our still missing truckers. See story on page five. Seems to have come under attack from the dastardly Don this week, resulting in him being laid low with excruciating pain and loss of strength in his left leg. Realising that had, having one weak leg would result in him walking round in circles, whimpering, the commander has taken the sensible advice from Nurse Wyatt and taken to his bed. Rumours that this is the same advice that she gives for all ailments have not been proven. Look, it's a photo spread on the plans for Nocti's retirement home. Cocky Joe Colonia Colonic Cottages. Ah, that's lovely. They've stuck a couple of upturned Zimmer frames onto the bottom of a pilot's seat to make it look like it's a rocking chair for him. And put an aquarium in front of it. He'll think it's the view from his ship. Bless. There's a nice picture of his bedroom, complete with a jumbo-sized box of extra-absorbent flight suit inner linings. What's that on the doorknob? Ah, it's a yellow ribbon ready to welcome him home. Well, to this home anyway. When he finally gets in out of the detention centre. Well, he wasn't a young man when he went in. Mysterious undercover mission for the Don's prison ship. Where are our missing pilots? 
At the end of last week's specular mission in Kokari, where the Hutton truckers assisted the accredited, ast- accredited astronaut to assault the planetary base and rescue our missing pilots, it was discovered that some pilots were no longer in the detention centre but had been transferred to the orbiting prison ship G83-13. Before any secondary assault could be planned, the ship jumped to another system. The Pilots' Federation rules say that a prison ship must first divulge its flight plan if the appropriate scan is performed, but this prison barge refuses to give up its secrets. Commander Cometborn has tracked the first ship stop to Fintz, a dry, desolate desert system with just one station, Chopper's Orbital, one planet called Capti, which is hot, with an average temperature sitting at a sweltering 321 degrees Kelvin, 48 degrees in old money, This Earth-like desert planet is suspected of being the location of one of the Don's secret torture centres. With the system under ownership of a Pilots Federation faction, the Tactical Weapons Assault Team have been banned by Hutton's charter from carrying out combat and rescue operations. It's believed the refusal of the ship to properly divulge its flight plan further indicates that it is a secret ship belonging to the Don and that prisoners have been secretly smuggled to the surface to be subjected to human experiments featuring the capti eels, or more properly earworms, used in terrible rendition cases. The team at Hutton are continuing to investigate, and their earworm expert, Commander Psycho Cow, has been dispatched to the scene. Commander Cometborn has been tasked with keeping an eye on the prison ship and reporting any strange movements over the coming weeks in the hope that it will enter a system where Hutton can stage a full rescue of the ear-ravaged truckers. Oh dear, here's a column by the obnoxious, self-opinionated son of a pilot. No, not that one. Oh, you know, the, the, one, the one from that programme. Uh, stupendous gadabout or something. The headline is... Saud Kruger commits laissez-majesté. Then he goes on and on and on about how poorly their ship's lights are made, how Alvin's groom of the stool is having to wait for a spare part before he can set out once more in his royal barge. And he finishes with some drivel about royal caravans and this must surely be the most unlucky transport vehicle in the verse. I really don't think that they should be able to print this kind of thing. Do you see what it says here? Is this the secret training camp used by Cannon and Haxwing to train their operatives in how to suppress our knowledge of the Thargoid immigration menace? The Daily Hutton high-speed train has learned that the recent lack of Thargoid news has not, as you'd hope, been because of a halt to their inverting our systems, but is due to a conspiracy of the so-called elite to hide this from us. Hide this from us. P.S. They also killed Princess Duval. I don't know who writes this rubbish. Darlings of the Pilots' Federation or insidious parasites, what are the Hutton orbital truckers really up to? In an attempt to subtly control a system they aren't even present in, the truckers are using the Phoenix Group to win an election and establish a retirement home in Kokijo, the geriatric outpost for luxury fun. Who knows what their real plans are, but we suspect this is some kind of story. In their own space, they are suffering from blight in LP532-81. A spokesman said, We aren't yet sure of the best way to respond to this situation, so we are relying on our ingenuity to find out what fixes it. 
We also have an outbreaking Wolf 359, so we can do what we do best, trading meds and making money. Pirates are attacking Wise 0855-0714. This reporter suspects another red herring as Wise, along with blight-ridden LP532-81, Trepin and Alpha Centauri, look like candidates for a Hutton expansion, despite their spokesman's claims that they are working hard to drop their influence in those systems. We shall see. What do they think we're up to? Good job they don't know we're having a pending election for a surface base in Hill Passy. Oh, I am relieved to see this. Surge, splurge, surge, will urge resurge. I think they write these things just to be difficult to read. Or say. It does say that the interstellar initiative, the scourge, may be over, but some effects will continue to have an impact on the galaxy in the future. That sounds interesting. I think I may have to take out a subscription for this one. What paper is it? Oh yes, the Venus. What's on the sports page? <laughs> Galactic Gaelic gets given gas. Well-known commander, nemesis of the buck-naked pronunciation division, Rincewind Cymru, found himself a little embarrassed in the fuel department when he followed a binge watch of Galfix distracted him. Whilst trying to round the verse in 80 days in his sidewinder, required requiring said commander to send up the distress flare and call for the fuel rats close to waypoint 71. Thanks to Commander Manalus, Rincewind Cymru is once again underway. The moral of this story is, it can happen to anyone. There's no shame in calling the fuel rats, but there's no pride in it either, Commander. <coughs> oh, Harry! Lou, are you alright? He slimed me. is in trouble bug infestations in the bubble your home stations burned rubble what on earth can we do now interstellar initiatives let flossie tell you what it is then you can get involved with this you should listen to what flossie says interstellar Tells us what she thinks it is, then you can get involved with this now. You should listen to what Flossie says. Hello, Flossie here with this week's Interstellar Initiatives news. This week is the conclusion of the Interstellar Initiative, The Scourge. With the end of the most recent community goal, thanks to all dedicated commanders who took part to combat the rise of the Rockforth pathogen, this marks the conclusion to the scourge. Although the scourge is over, it will have everlasting effects on our galaxy. Despite the effects of the galactic community, the blight pathogen, unwittingly distributed by the Rockforce Corporation, proved far too resilient to quarantine and eradicate eradicate properly. Food stocks across the galaxy are now at risk of carrying the dormant pathogen, which, if introduced to healthy crops or food reserves, has the potential to activate and erupt into blight. 
Blight is a new background simulation state and has a huge e- economic impact on the faction affected in that star system. It can be counteracted by delivering ergonomic treatment produced in high-tech economies to affect systems. To af- sorry, to affected systems. If left untreated, it can quickly wipe out food serves, and with no further food stocks available, the pathogen dies out, and the faction will instead experience a full-blown famine state. We hope that when this happens, you will be prepared to help our galaxy and its people from, exper- from experiencing such great devastation. And that's this week's Interstellar Initiatives News. Flossie told you what to do. Galnet News Digest, 31st of October 3305. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Legacy of the Blight, Pumpkins in Space, Farg applies for a job. Legacy of the Blight. Famine, which was virtually eliminated from the galaxy over the past year, is back following the Interstellar Association for Agriculture's admission that the blight spread by onion head farmers, the scythe of Panem, cannot be contained. The eager commanders who distributed contaminated Rockforth fertiliser are believed to have spread the contagion to a number of systems where it remains dormant in grain supplies. Should the highly infectious virus find its way onto agricultural worlds, the pathogen will activate and wipe out the crops in the system, causing famine. This is likely to happen unpredictably, as it's unclear to which systems greedy commanders distributed the plant plague. The first sign of the problem will be the system entering blight, following which food stocks will dwindle quickly. If left untreated, famine will surely follow. But there's hope for heading off incipient famine. Once a system is seen to be in a state of blight, if enough commanders deliver the new agronomic treatment from nearby high-tech systems, then it's possible to avert famine, saving thousands, possibly millions, of lives. This is the correct thing to do, the humanitarian thing, and every right-thinking commander should not hesitate. However, commanders looking for those elusive data-mind-awake exceptions are reminded that such data is far more readily gathered from systems experiencing famine. Just saying. Pumpkins in space. Following the highly questionable decision to install Thargoid bobbleheads in every cockpit, it's now the turn of space vegetables, with space pumpkins joining the cactus and the aloe plant. There are also some returning favourite decals, including a witch, a spider and some seriously not-well skulls. It's a little difficult to tell whether these are mythological creatures or a newly discovered form of alien. In related news, the internet-friendly version of the livery store is available to browse once again, with an all-too-easy Friday lunchtime browse and click-to-buy 
option. Tharg applies for a job. From Tharg the Mighty, Prince of the Pleiades and Emperor of the Call 70 Sector to William Flanagan, Pilots Federation. Dear Commander Flanagan, I saw your advert for a new community manager working for the Pilots Federation and I think I might be the perfect match for the role. I've gained substantial experience over the years in the Elite franchise, although I wasn't involved in Elite Dangerous until early 3303, I had an active part to play in previous titles in the series. I feel I've come to know many of the Commanders personally through my frequent interactions with them, and would greatly enjoy the opportunity to come into closer contact with them, whether it be flying in the galaxy or face-to-face on the surface of a planet. My live stream of the reveal of the return of the Thargoids was a total triumph, although that little Ed Lewis chap tried to steal the credit. I am especially good at managing difficult members of the community. If a commander is being vocal about some perceived issue and it's causing disruption to the community, I simply pierce their abdomen, lay my eggs inside their ribcage and wait for them to be consumed by Tharglets. It works every time. I'm happy to work away from home, in the Pleiades, the Witcher Nebula, and in and around the bubble. I frequently visit these regions, and I'm particularly keen on visiting the regions where commanders hang out. I speak fluid Thargoidian and have conversational spoken Guardian. In addition to Elite Dangerous, you say you'd like the successful candidate to work on future unannounced titles. Word to the wise here, it's not easy to manage a title unless you announce it. I see you have a cycle to work scheme. This sounds like an excellent idea. Do you have a bicycle suitable for someone with six legs and who might have some trouble grasping the handlebars with his pincers? I note that you say the salary is competitive. Given the rate of inflation over the past five years, I should say that my expectation would be for at least 20 billion credits per week. Or quite frankly, I'd be better off Mining Void Opals Your advertisement says that you welcome applications from candidates regardless of sex, race, disability, age, sexual orientation, gender identity, marriage or civil partnership, pregnancy or maternity, religion or belief. You don't explicitly say that you'll accept applications from any species, but please believe me, we Thargoids work far harder than any squishy meatbag ever did. I look forward to being the successful applicant, and I feel that it's only fair to warn you that I stand at the command of a fleet of 200,000 Thargoid battlecruisers, and that I don't take rejection well. Yours sincerely, Tharg the Mighty. And that's this week's Gallant News. Gallant News, we read the news so you don't have to.
fly all over the space Point to two light years crossed at a hill of a base Just turn the wheel and keep that smile on your face Maybe someday soon you'll be a top trucker There, truckers, this old buck naked spokesman for Lacon Spaceways back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself relatively pain free by going to the website Hot. Dot for the mug dot com. Almost as pain-free as having to upgrade your computer because of stupid Microsoft and my tax software. Seriously, they can both go to... <coughs> <coughs> Let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, lazing around like them roundish turtles down by the creek. Commander Simon Winter has the lead with a tad over 89,000 light years jumped. Just you wait, he'll blow himself up soon enough. The leader in destroying up the Don's dastardly desperados this week is Commander Texas Stew with 43.6 million credits earned and accounted for. Rumor has it the Don has to take up jigsaw puzzles lately hoping the experience will help him put his ships back together quicker. Commander One Cat has the lead as our top mission trucker this week with 1,559 mission points earned. Congrats! Hauling cargo like a hunting trucker oughta, Commander El Nevio transported a bit over 83,500 tons this week. Keep on trucking there, Commander. Driving the hunting taxi this week, the Major General Nocti hauled 2,230 passengers around the galaxy. Now I want to know who pulled him out of retirement. Our fastest run to Hutton Orbital is held by Commander Rampage 737 in 1 hour, 22 minutes, and 40 seconds. But the fastest run in this month of October is held by Commander El Nevio in 1 hour, 23 minutes and 44 seconds. If y'all think you got what it takes to beat these scores, then download the Hutton Helper and get to flying, Commander. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com. Get off your ass and get to trucking. And don't forget, if you do hear your name called out and you ain't already got one, get in touch with us to get your very own hunting decal for your ship. Hut Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy that come with an emergency norm MCAI to run everything for you. Thank you for calling Hutton Orbital Studio 5.
No one is available to take your call at this time. At the tone, please leave a message. Uh, hello. This is Falco. Just wanted to tell you that everything is fine, and I'm going to be working with the code monkeys on the automated briefing system a while longer. Absolutely doing this willingly. Totally not being kidnapped and forced to stay here. So, uh, stay alert out there and bend the mug. End message for the mug. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the show. Everybody's buggered off now, so why don't you...